subject this morning, the reality of times ahead. The reality of times ahead. I want to stop a little bit on the word reality. Then we will get further off into the lesson. Amen? Amen. Reality means the world or the state of things as they actually exist. That's a reality. As opposed to an idealistic or notional idea of things. Reality means face the facts about the condition of the present and the future days ahead in this world. For the believers, whatever God say about word or by spirit, we come to a reality and we have to come to the sincerity of God's word. The Bible is not an imaginary writing or novice for you to read, uh, for you to just pass time away. But it is, has been and still is on the course of the outcome of this world. That's a reality. Let's look at another reality. Another reality is I have made mistakes. You have made mistakes, but we don't have to live in the mistakes that we made. That's a reality. It's a wake up before it's too late. We got less time in front of us than we got behind us. So stop living in the past. Stop living and feeding off of dead works. Another reality is you need to face the fact that you can't do and be what you used to be. Huh? You're not the person that you used to be years ago. Come on now. It's time to bring about a change. The reality of life brings about a change as our days go by. Amen. You know, there's old, old, old um, TV program, These Are the Days of Our Lives. Amen. So we are constantly in an environment that constantly changes every day. I wish it was a more in here. Brothers, we picked up another rider along the way. And that rider is called Dunlap. <laughs> Dunlap over our belt line. When she said, you still got it going on, you better check the words out that she speak or she might be lying. Huh? 
She's not looking at your figure. She's looking at the budging of your bill for them. And she said, you still got it going on, sugar daddy. Come on now. We still talk about the reality of things. Well, sisters, stop dreaming of yesterday. Why? Because your waistline has moved to your stomach and your hips. That's why you stopped by the spandex store. And the man is saying to you, girl, you still find his wine. He drunk. He drunk. And he looking for a mother. <laughs> huh? He looking for a mother figure because he wants somebody to take care of him. He looking for somebody to feed him. He looking for you to give him the keys to your car. And also maybe your credit card. That's why you still find his wine. And guess what? And then he shake your sheets. And then said, you owe me for the good job that I've done. That's a reality. This is the days we're living in now. Men don't want to work. Looking for some woman to take care of them. This is a reality. They ain't got no car. And they want your keys. I just need to go around the corner to the store. Then he come back tomorrow with your car. But see, the thing about it is, the, the good thing that is about being a saint of God, you got more going on for you in your future than you got in your past. As my sister-in-law used to say all the time, don't be a fool all day. Come on, somebody. You might wake up being warm, but you don't have to stay warm. There is a passage of scripture that says weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Am I right? If you remain in the past, your weeping may last for quite a few days, and it sure won't come in the morning. We're living in a world full of uncertainties. Time is changing at such a rapid rate that events are piling on top of one another. As soon as you get through one thing, here comes another. Before one world issue is solved, we got two or three following close behind. Now we begin to ask the question, is the world coming to an end? Well, it's coming, 
but it's not right now. We are indicating that the Bible is right and somebody has got to be wrong. I heard Jesus say, the end is not yet, but these are the beginning of sorrows. Days ahead mean there is some more sorrows that we may have to experience in this walk. We're not going to be exempt of them. Why? Because you might not be of the world, but you are still in the world. Keep in mind that when Jesus made that statement, it was over 2,000 years ago. Those things are coming upon the world. We may be wishing that it was the end time or the last day. Because guess what? There's some things that's coming down the pike, amen, that we just don't know what's going to happen and we don't know how we're going to fire. We don't know. We just don't know. So what that means? Get your house in order. Come on now. Because you're going to surely die. And the problem is, is when you die, what's the next stage of your life? What do you have planned in your future? Some changes are taking place right in the times we're living in. Amen. Death is on the rise. Sickness is on the rise. Unemployment is on the rise. Famine around the corner. Racial wars and more hatred is brewing in our nation. Whether what one day they had ten killings in one day. Amen. And every day that you look at the news or read the, uh, you, or, or look on your tablet, you find that somebody has gotten shot or somebody done got killed. Come on, somebody. And you know what? The thing about it is, it's more of us killing ourselves than anybody else is. I don't know what it is that has attached itself to our racial profile, but it is causing us to kill each and every one of us. Amen. I heard Jesus say, because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. It's cold. It's colder than the ice that was on the street. It's so cold that they are now would take your life just for you just blowing a horn at them. That's just how cold it is. Jesus said, for my name's sake, many shall be offended. So guess what? When a fist come your way, be, be, let, let it be known, the reality of it is, that Jesus done already told you that many going to be offended because of his name. And they shall betray one another, and they shall hate one another. Folk going to hate you for the gospel. 
they gonna hate you for, and you know, it's bad that folks will hate you for the good news. It's bad that folks will hate you to telling them what they, what they do need to do to be saved. Amen. It's like the enemy just raise up in them and they just get firing mad because you're talking about the Bible. Just This is just the beginning. And we don't know how long, guess what? And you don't know how long the beginning is. Amen. We don't know how long this beginning is going is to be till it escalate to something else. Or something more in depth. Or something more terror. Amen. Not redeeming the time. The ones that are not redeeming the time. Is walking around foolishly. They are looking. For something. To get better. <clears throat> Amen. God has sent us various heavenly signs about what's going down in the world. And the world has totally ignored them, but waxed worse and worse. Have you noticed that the times that seem like they are so abnormal that it just seemed like that Everywhere you go, there is a smell of violence in the air. That's because the world and the atmosphere is waxing worse and worse. And, it, and, and, and here's the problem that we don't understand. This must happen before the Antichrist comes. The world has got to be set up for his entrance. The world has got to be set up for his coming. And that's not a good thing. Amen. You are looking for peace on the earth because we stopped watching the signs in the heavens. But he said, be you ready because you don't know the day and the hour that your Lord coming. So stop believing what you see and start relying on what the words say. Amen. There is nothing that speaks of a better day on this side of the world. But we constantly look for it on this side of the world. We, if you notice in your life, you are fastly approaching a time that you have not ever seen before in your life. Amen. There used to be a neighborhood that was neighborly. You don't find that no more. It's gone. Amen. You, 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 can't, you can't tell your neighbor next door that any problem that he's doing that affects your your property without him getting swole up. Because there ain't no neighbors no more. 
children out of hand. I ain't never seen so many young bad children before in my life as I see today. I mean bad, bad, bad. Amen. And it's hard for you to say anything to them because guess what? You might get cursed out by them and then by their parents. So, folks don't stop believing the word of God that Jesus is coming. And you got to be ready. Come on, somebody. We are approaching a brutal time in the world. We A brutal time in this world that we used to call the uh, home of the brave and the land of the free. <laughs> Amen. When you look and see now, guess what? It's the home of the scare. It's the home of the fear. Come on now. Amen. We've grown more apart than we have grown together. Freedom that they know is not, don't exist anymore. Amen. It's hard to even, I, I, I said, you got freedom of speech. You got to watch what you say. You find yourself in a court of law. Amen. So, but know this. We are, we, we better, better wear this world like a loose garment. Huh? We are getting too wrapped up in the world than we should be as a saint of God. Because guess what? The world going to pass away. And the thing that is wrapped up in it is going to pass with it. So that tells us that guess what? You need to wear this world like a loose garment, able to let it go at any time. There's some things in our life that we got to be prepared to let go. Amen. Because guess what? This not only consider sin, but some of the things that consider weights. And the weights going to hold you back and going to keep you from being pleasing in the eyesight of God. And this is our main focus, is to make sure that we are acceptable unto God. Don't matter how folks view you, you got to matter how God view you. Come on now. Prepare to, you got to be prepared to leave here in a moment notice. Because guess what? That's all you're going to get is a moment notice. Come on now. That's all you're going to get when, the, when, when Christ come back. All you're going to get is he has came and he has gone. And if he's gone and you still here, you know you missed the flight. You know why? Because you did not redeem the time. Wow. Before we get into the scripture, let's look at the word redeem. Redeem is to buy back or win back. Have God won you back? Huh? We know he paid the price, but have he really won you back? It's having been saved 
are delivered from sins are its consequences. There are consequences. You know what one thing for certain? I'd rather pay the consequences on this side of salvation. Uh, and just and, and, and rather than get to the throne of grace and find out that I got a do bill. And, you know, it's bad when you got a do bill that you didn't know that you had. You don't want to get to heaven and still got a do bill. Huh? You want to make sure that your account is paid up in full. You need to know that God's grace and mercy had found you and paid the price for every circumstance and every consequence that you had in life and you had no due bill when you get to glory. Huh? Better be saying, Lord, I hope you paid my bill. I couldn't pay it, God, but I hope you paid it. Come on, somebody. It means to set a person free by paying a ransom for his soul. He paid the ransom for our soul, but we still trying to live in the flesh. You going against the payment that was paid for you. Come on, somebody. But in this text, some have forgotten that they were redeemed from the hands of the enemy. <coughs> it's bad that sometimes we go back to the enemy's territory and get entrapped in what God had already saved us from. We got to beware of the entrapment you know what it is? It's like a rat going out the cheese and get his neck caught in the trap. Come on, somebody. Rat just can't, he just can't resist that cheese. And heaven help, don't put a little peanut butter on top of it. He going for it head first. And that trap going to hit him right on his neck. He can't escape. Don't let the time be a trap to you and entrap you at the head of your neck and you can't escape. Something that we get involved in after we come on this side of Sabbath, we ought to be thankful, we ought to be thankful that God allowed us to get back into the kingdom. Some folk didn't make it back. You ought to be thanking God that you're still there. But the problem comes is we still not paying attention to the times that we live in. Amen. It getting no better. Amen. They have forgotten that the awesome price was paid for them. To regain a loving relationship with the God that paid the price. God did not pay the price for your life just for now. He paid the price for your life to redeem you back to him. That you can be a particular or a precious vessel unto him. Wow. 
What do you what do you say? He want to make us over. He want to make us a vessel that, 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 that's suitable for him. Not redeeming the time, we are not paying close attention to the works of the Lord. We are not paying close attention that our redemption is drawing now. Wait a minute. It's drawing now, and, that, and, and, and the scriptures were written over 2,000 years ago, and now our salvation is drawing now. It's getting closer and closer. And guess what? And, and as the time go on, as, we, as, I, as the time get closer and closer to the coming of the Lord, guess what? We ought to be getting closer and closer to the Lord for his coming. And stop standing still. Stop standing idle. Stop doing nothing. But guess what? You got to call on God like never before in your upcoming days. Hmm. The world and its system is designed to keep you and I from magnifying and glorifying God. It is designed to keep you from being a child of God so that it can, you can be a thorn in the church side. Uh-oh. This old church thing. Come on, somebody. Look what the world is telling you now. Telling you you ain't got to go. You don't. You ain't got to be saved either. Come on now. You don't have to. You don't have to come to church to serve God. You don't have. You don't. You don't have to go to heaven and serve Him either. Come on now. So it's a lot of don'ts that you don't have to do. But what are you willing to do is what you got to get in contact with. Amen. So, people are playing when they should be praying. Their ears has become dull to the hearing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Go to Matthew 24. Matthew 24, verses 36 through 39. Amen. Let's read them, please. But of that day and hour, not no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father. Look at what God is saying. Can't nobody tell you when I'm coming. Oh, Lord have mercy. Can't nobody tell you the day or the hour that I will be approaching. Come on now. Don't nobody know it but God himself. Trying to go somewhere. I'll get there in a minute. Amen. So, here we are 
talking about a time for Christ to return. And nobody is going to know when that day is. So it would behoove the one that's in the church that has not been uh, 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 not redeeming the time to be prepared for his coming. Am I right? So then he turns around and he says, uh, For as the day of Noah, so shall the coming of man be. Oh, so at the days of Noah, look at what God is sending the word to the church. As the days of Noah, he said, go back and look at what happened in Noah's day. Go back and look at what was going on in Noah's time. Go back and see how many God saved back in Noah's day. Huh? So what were they doing? For in that day, they were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into law. They were going on about their normalcy. They were going on about doing their thing. They were going on about the, what was happening in the world. They was partying. They were having a, a festival. They were marrying. They were giving in marriage. They were just doing what the flesh loved to do without any consideration about the God. Come on, somebody. That sent a man to tell them it's going to rain. And what did it say? And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also. Wait a minute. It's going to happen. You know what he's saying? He said, take me at my word. It's going to happen the same way that it happened back in the days of Noah. Folks going to ignore me and I'm going to come up on them all of a sudden. It gives, Matthew gives us so much information about the times ahead that we overlook and give not the word of God any credibility. Come on now. We don't give God the credibility that his word is true, that his word going to come to pass, so we just go on and live a life not redeeming the time. He said, heaven and earth is going to pass away. Huh? But my word will not pass away. It's going to be exact on the day that God say that it's going to be. Wake up, folks. Amen. I'm kind of looking at what verse 41, 40 and 41 says. It says, then two would be in the field. One shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. One shall be taken and the other left. We used to have this stigma in our mind that he's talking about the rapture here. But actually what he's talking about, the one being taken away, you being taken away to judgment. The other one is left for the kingdom. Oh, Lord have mercy. Huh? Because you don't know when he's coming, 
So guess what? You don't know when the day of judgment is coming and you don't know when the day of keeping is coming. But when the day of keeping and judgment come, one of y'all is going down to the bottom and the other one is going to be kept for glory. So guess what? Now you got to figure out which side you're going to be on. You got to figure out whether I'm going to be the one that is taken am I going to be the one that is kept. God is a keeper for them that want to be kept. This time is going to call a time of separation. Separating. Do y'all remember? He said he's going to come and he's going to separate the tare from the wheat. Huh? So why would he keep the tare? Huh? He takes the tare and he told them to take that and go and stack that stuff up so it can be burned. But he kept the wheat. Come on, somebody. So you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta come to the conclusion, what am I gonna be? A tar or a wheat or a goat or a sheep? We down to that wide now. We down to that walk in our life now. While you are waiting on a sign, the end is steady creeping upon you, for as it was in the days of Noah. They were looking for normalcy. Huh? What is the world looking for today? Normalcy. Everybody wants things to get back to normal. Huh? Nobody is looking for the coming of Christ. Nobody is looking to serve in Christ. They just want things to get normal. Well, Things ain't going to get normal. <laughs> the normalcy of days is gone. Why, preacher? Because the world got to be set up for the entrance of the Antichrist. And the world cannot be normal when he comes. The world going to be in a chaos because guess what? The world going to be looking for somebody to have the answer. And he's going to give them false hope. Come on now. The world has been shifted into a different time zone. Wake up. We're in a different phase of our life. Wow. Why you say that? Because nobody really wants to serve God. We just want God to put a roof over our head, food on our table, clothes on our back, and four ties to ride on. But nobody is trying to get into the spiritual realm where God really lives at. Where God really talks at. Well, God really blesses it. Come on, somebody. So, folks' mind is not in the right place. These are the same things that the folks were looking for in the days of Noah until the flood came. Come on, somebody. They didn't believe God 
in his word. They didn't believe what the preacher had been preaching all the time that he was building the boat. It's going to rain. Get your house in order. The end is coming. Same message, different time. The end is coming. Get your house in order because he's coming. Amen. No one wants to be spiritually aware of what's going on. You know, to know what's going on, you got to be in contact with the one that's going to cause it all. And if you're going to be in one with the one that caused it all, you got to have some spiritual awareness. You got to have some spiritual awareness to talk to a spiritual God. Come on, somebody. So that he can put you in certain places at certain times. So that you can, he, he can have you working uh, on his behalf to bring in everything. Somebody's going to have to work on God's behalf to bring in all of this stuff into focus. All the stuff that's going to happen. Somebody is going to have to go and take out a message. Somebody is going to have to go and stand on the word of God and see the word of God happen. Come on, somebody. Moses had to stand on the word of God for the word of God to come alive. He had to have faith. God sent him and he had to have faith to do it just like God said it for it to take place. We are, we are in a time that nobody wants to stand on the word of God that the word of God can come alive and perform the thing that God has set up for to happen in this world. If you don't do it, somebody going to do it. You don't do it, the devil going to do it. If you don't do it, a rock going to do it. God going to raise somebody up that's going to do what he won't done because guess what? His will got to be done. It's going to go down just like he said it's going to go down. And it all depicts on where you stand when it goes down where you go. Amen. Amen. Look what he said. God said that we're in the days of the old sluggers. Huh? Habitually lazy people. Unmotivated. Sleepy. Not alert. And have adopted a spirit of laziness and known as a slowful and wicked servant. Then he told us to go to Proverbs 6 and he said, uh, go and look at the ant. And then he said, look at the ant, you slugger, and consider its ways and be wise. We got to get some wisdom while we go through here. We got to get wise, not in world wisdom. We got to get some wisdom in God. Amen. But he, look at what he said. It has no commander. It has no overseer. It has no ruler. Yet it stores its provision in summer and gather its food at the harvest. You mean to tell me that an ant Got more, got more sense uh, than we have. The ant 
can, 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 can determine what time it is and go to work and get his business taken care of before the season change? We talking about the ant, the one that know time and season. What's wrong with our spiritual knowledge? What is it that we don't understand about the time that we're living in? Why are not we working toward the kingdom of God? Why are not we working toward salvation? Work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. What's wrong? What's wrong? I know what's wrong. We're not redeeming the time. We're still looking for a better day. Amen. You did notice that by time one variance go through, whoops, pops another one. Huh? And people are constantly dying on a daily basis. And we looking for normalcy? Hmm. I think it's time for us to uh, try to get up under the blood of Jesus. Huh? It's time for us to be covered on every side. Amen. Ephesians. Chapter 5. You're going to have to work on that little month. <laughs> Ephesians 5, verses 15 through 21. Let's read it, please. You mean to tell me that the scripture tells us don't be a fool all day? Huh? Seeing that you walk circumspectly, circumspectly, somebody look up circumspectly. Why God? Oh! Walk carefully. You, 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 you done enough? Walk carefully. Knowing the circumstances. Huh? You got to understand that there are circumstances that surround your walk with God. So in your circumstances, don't walk like a fool walk. Get you some wisdom. Huh? We all have had them foolish days. But like I told you, my sister-in-law said you don't have to be a fool all day. Huh? If my sister-in-law know that you don't have to be a fool all day, you sure enough ought to know that you don't have to be a fool all day. Come on, somebody. 
She don't even realize she spoke some word of wisdom right there. Don't you be a fool all day long. But then what he said in the 16th verse. Redeeming the time because what about these days? These days are evil while you looking for some normalcy. God is telling you what the days you that looks like. The days of your life is looking like the times of evil while you're looking for it to get normal. So that's why it is so important that we get some wisdom. You and I got to make the most of every opportunity we get to be in the presence of God. Wow. Time out for a lot of gag. Huh? Come on, somebody. Time out for hanging out. Come on now. It's time to be thinking about living and you thinking about vacation. Uh, you thinking about where you gonna go when the summer get here? You might, you better pray to God that you make it to the summer. Amen. 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 God had already told you the condition of the world. He had already told you the condition of redeeming the time. Take notice of what's going on. Take notice. That it's time for you to get into the ark of safety and stay there. Wow. What's the next verse? Be you not unwise, but understand. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me that we got to understand what the will of God is in these times that we got to understand what it is that God is doing? We got to understand what God's plan is for the evil times of these days. We got to understand what God is doing and get in the realm to where God don't leave us behind. It's a shift going on. Come on, somebody. And the church is getting more natural than they are spiritual. Hmm. And I wasn't talking, I'm talking about church world. So make that understanding so you won't think I'm throwing that bomb at you. But if the shoe fits, wait. Amen. Church ain't church like it used to be. Church has fallen off, guess what? Because of the times that we live in now. There shall be a great falling away. Huh? A great falling away. What? In the church? Huh? People ain't going to love God like they used to love God. Huh? People ain't going to want to have church like they used to want to have church. 
Lord have mercy. There was a day that church was so was, was so fired up that you, you 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 look to go to church because you know when you got there you were gonna have a happy day. Hallelujah. When you got there, you know that you were gonna have some rejoicing going on. When you got there, you knew you were gonna get some help. Whatever your problem was, you found yourself leaving it outside because guess what? Now I want to go in the presence of God. I'm gonna have a jubilee good time in God.
And that's all he needs to tell you. I got it. If he tell you, don't worry about it, ain't no point in running to the baller because the Holy Ghost has already told you, don't worry about it. Now you're going to go and try to drown out what the Holy Ghost has already said? Because you was caught in unbelief, you didn't believe what the Spirit of God said unto you. You got to stand on what the Spirit of God said unto you, not just because you don't see him, because he said it. walking by sight too long. Come on now. But what did he tell you to do when you get in them situations that you're being overwhelmed? 19th verse says, speak to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart he didn't tell you to go pull up B.B. King. Come on now. He didn't tell you to go hollering about the thrill is gone. Come on now. Your deliverance is in the word of God. Your deliverance is making melody to God. Your deliverance is not in what the world had to offer you, but it's what God has to offer you. So therefore, you ought to be making melody in your heart to the Lord. Yeah. You still singing a sad song in a weary land. Then the 20th verse tells you, give thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord. Give thanks always. James, we got to thank him in the good days and the bad days. We got to thank him in the hands and the have nots. You got to thank him even when you don't feel like thanking him. You need to make yourself thank the Lord. Thank you, God. Somebody could not thank him this morning because they are not here. You gotta thank him every chance you get because it's his grace and his mercy that allowed you to be here. It ain't about what you ain't got. Come here to be your sugar daddy. And he didn't come here, brother, for us to look for another mother. But he came to be king of our life. He came to be savior. Huh? You better start telling God, save me, God, by any means necessary. Come on, somebody. So awake 
wake out of your sleep and arise from the dead. Huh? You got to get out of your spiritual grave. Huh? And Christ shall give you light. To give you light, you're going to start seeing things right. You're going to start seeing things in the light of things. And start of, instead of what your eyes is projecting, come on somebody, you're going to start seeing in the spiritual realm. And you're going to be led by the Holy Ghost so that you can see the light of things. Amen. With light comes wisdom. Huh? With light comes an understanding. The dawning of a new day. What new day? The new day inside of you. The new transition that you're looking for. From your flesh to your spirit. Come on now. Ain't nothing like having a talk with God. Can you just imagine how, how, how Enoch was illuminated that he walked and talked with God? Oh, he walked and talked with God to the point that God said, boy, this boy talked to me so much, I'm going to bring him up here where I'm in. Huh, James? You got to be able to have a talk with God that where you can clearly hear the voice of God speaking unto you. Amen. See that you walk carefully. Living life with honor and a purpose. Stop walking around. A saint of God need to stop walking around like they don't have no purpose in life. Not as a fool, but wise, redeeming the time because God said that the days are evil. So don't be unwise. Huh? And since the days are evil, we are increasing uh, in evilness as the days approaches us. As the days go by, more and more things are happening not just in, in, in Lura, more things are happening all around the world. Now we, 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 are, we are at the time to where it's supposed to be another invasion of war. And we are, uh, it's supposed to be an invasion of a war of the man that can make war, and that's Russia. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. I don't know if you've been paying that close attention to the news. But they are heavily armed. Amen. And you looking for some normalcy? Hmm. Because iniquity shall abound. The love of many shall wax cold. This is a cold world. Huh? And the love of the brother is gone. Amen. So, if you're looking for a better day before the church is raptured, <laughs> uh, you better start looking to the future. Because the better day ain't going to happen on this side. 
Your future, your, your, your better day is, uh, is in your future with God. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Work toward your future with God. Come on, somebody. Because right. the world is living in a, in a pipe dream. Huh? 